Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime... Yeah, I avoid Australia of England. <laughs> God, I hate everyone. I'm going to start my own pirate club. There's <laughs> always the rogue seaman. I literally typed pausing for rogue seaman joke. Snitches <laughs> <laughs> get stitches. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Hello, we are the Drunk Women Solving Crime, and I am excited to introduce our guest. For this episode is the fantastic comedian and actor, Evelyn Mock! Hey! Hello. Hello, Evelyn. Hello. Thank Hi, you Taylor. so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, I'm just going to throw out some stuff about you, because I've <laughs> typed it up, so it would be a waste if I didn't say it. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but your work can be seen on shows such as Chris Ramsey's Stand Up Central on Comedy Central, Nick Helms' Eat Your Heart Out, and I understand you're also developing your own sitcom with the Emmy Award-winning company, Me and You? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I fart in my sleep. Nice. <laughs> I'm so. sorry. I would have led with that. It's the most important thing to know about me. I remember it's that I know. My, my boyfriend farted in his sleep the other night, like to the point where he farted and it woke me up and I just went, are you all right? Because <laughs> you thought I was a gunshot? I mean, yeah, genuinely. We don't live mm. in a bad neighborhood, but it was, yeah, it was really... Uh, 
I poked myself up with my own fart. Is that how you know you do it, or has someone told you? Um, I think my cousin told me once, and then I woke myself up once. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. This feels like a great time to plug our beer, <laughs> um, which is no, no correlation. But uh, thank you so much to Brewdog. Brewdog, we are drinking Punk IPA, mm. which is a postmodern classic, just like us. Something. Yeah. Another one. Excellent, excellent IPA. And I have a little bit of a cold, so I am backing it with a cup of tea. I suggest that little trick. Um, Evelyn, Mm -hmm. could you kick us off Mm -hmm. and uh, tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have been a victim of several crimes. Okay. Um, uh, mostly from men who don't want to date me. Um. The crime being they don't want to That's take me. Exactly, but uh, I think the one that sticks with me the most is um, I was I think I was like ten. No, no, this was actually no, I wasn't ten. I was like fifteen. Yeah, I was. 15. Oh, I love when things start like this. Yeah, <laughs> I was much older for this to be a thing. And uh, one day I just left my pencil case on top of my locker accidentally and I walked away. And then when I got home, I was like, oh, where is my pencil case? All right, it must be at school. And when I came back, I couldn't find it in my locker. And then I started walking around and I just saw like one of my pencils on the floor. And then I saw another one. And then I saw a group of them. And then I found like... I found no. the pencil case and <gasps> oh. it had been just torn to shreds no. and really um, damaged and it hurt so much yeah. more than I expected. And I was like, oh my God, what happened? And uh, somehow I found out who committed the crime. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. It was like wow. Wild, um, was it? It was the mafia. Well, it's like almost. a school horse's head <laughs> exactly. sending you a message with a torn up pencil case. Yeah, this is a violent crime. It is really violent, I thought. Girl with a dragon uh, pencil case. Exactly. Yeah. A dragon pencil case. Almost offensive, but not really. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, because I'm Chinese. Um, <laughs> I was yeah. actually trying to be straight up offensive. So. Yeah. <laughs> I hit home. I feel two like ways. I really missed the mark, but I'll Swedish try again. Swedish and Chinese. I, I didn't. I didn't even get it. No. <laughs> um, but uh, it was a friend's older brother who just <gasps> found it and just like done whatever he wanted. Oh, with he didn't it. know it was yours. He didn't know that it was mine. No. Okay. Um, and also, like, obviously, he's gonna like he's a fifteen-year-old boy, uh, so he'll do. They can't control so, themselves so, so with pencil cases. Exactly. I know it. I know it. It's this pencil is the cases talk of the day. and drunk women. <laughs> like, Seriously. What was the pencil men. case wearing oh. at the time? It was, it was a very sexy pencil case. Oh, man. Um, this was, feels I like remember. an extra vulnerable so... story because you started with the, like, I was 10. No, I was 15. Yeah. <laughs> there's something about, like, still holding on to that pencil case. <laughs> Just that little bit of innocence, that what sliver of innocence. Like? Can we violent. Uh, it was a, a Little Mermaid pencil case. <gasps> Are you sure you I weren't know. 10? Evelyn. I, I love <laughs> the Little Mermaid. I love that you had that. I think I, I probably it. had it since I was like 10 or something. Since oh. I was 8 or something. So it was like my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was uh, heart 
wrenching. Yeah. Um, and I did not think that the school did enough to reprimand him. <gasps> oh, interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, what was the outcome well, since well, yeah, you knew? Was, what was his punishment? Who the perp so was. we knew you, who he was, and the school, he, they just told me to buy a new pencil case, and they <gasps> would pay for, them for like half say. of it. Oh, he had to pay for all. Oh, he destroyed all of it. Not even him. Uh, the school, so they would pay for half of the pencil case. Oh, um, what? And uh, this is so Swedish. I don't even know what yeah. I mean by that. It's just so Swedish, like fifty-fifty. Swedish, yeah. And then he walked away scotch-free. Um, which I mean, in hindsight, yeah, I think that was probably what it deserved because it was just a pencil case, really. Wow. Can you put what? a can you put a price though on something that you've held on to since know, you were a kid? Like you can't, it wasn't about the money. No, it was sentimental. It, it was that like, worn down picture of Ariel. Like you exactly. can't recreate that. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Did he have to so apologize to you or anything? Punished. Um, no, I don't think he did. No, he didn't. But they, I remember we passed each other as he was in the, in the teacher's mm. thing. And then I had to go in after when they decided what to do. And uh, I can, I only hope that when the time comes for him and he stands there at the pearly gates, this will be brought up <laughs> as like one of the things yeah. that he has to repent for before they let him in. Yeah. What would you say to this guy if he were in the room now, Evelyn? No holds barred. Uh, screw you, man. <laughs> say that. That's not right, what you did. Oh. You know what you did. Do you know, like, do you know if he was your friend's older brother? Do you know what he, where he is now? Is he in prison or? No, I don't. I think I went to animals yeah, after so. he shredded. I mean, that's how he case. got into like that's like the gateway of getting into crime. Yeah, yeah. he started with mm. a pencil case and then he moved up to bigger things. He no, I don't know him, but I I'm friends with his sister still on on Facebook and she's great. Like she's really lovely. She she's, loves pencil cases. Treats yeah, them with respect. She, she designs them now. Oh my um, god, coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that it didn't feel like reliving it. I hope that it lightened the load a little bit. It feels a bit better talking about um, it. And we have already had him killed, so. Oh, yay! Mission accomplished. I'm sorry for your friend and it's her brother and stuff, but yeah. he's got to learn. He's got to repent. She'll yeah, be fine. She's an acquaintance at best. <laughs> it's fine. I'll like the Facebook post or whatever. <laughs> Nothing nice. more. Now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. All right, guys, should we move on to our true crime? Yes. Here's to good crime solving, then. Yay! Cheers! This is so exciting. I'm such a true crime fan. Well, I hope you still enjoy this, because I'm taking us in a slightly different direction today. Um, It does involve crime. But it's sort of an atypical kind of case. Let's go. First of all, we're going to be going back in time to the golden age of piracy. <gasps> when was the golden age of piracy? That is my question, Katie uh, Wilkins. Uh, Jack Sparrow times. Is it like, right? You uh, wouldn't, yeah. You wouldn't kill a killer. Piracy is a crime. Do you remember that advert? Oh, yeah. Are we thinking about different piracy? Like, oh, you mean yeah. like to 2000, to the millennium, yeah. when yeah. everybody, when they were warning off people from yeah. stealing films? Before, yes. before yeah. the internet. Yes, man, if I were asked that, that's where my head would go. I'd be like, 1990s Thailand yeah. VHS. Yeah. We, we, we all bought those DVDs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the time of pirates. Um, when was the golden age of pirates? Napoleon days <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon 
Oh, Napoleon. Yeah, yeah, okay. There was like, or maybe just before, I suppose it was before they could, so piracy must have been huge when you could disappear into the sea if you had the fast enough boat. (laughs) 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 Never find you. Would you like a few hints? Yeah. yeah, I'll throw out some fun I'm facts. I'm taking us nowhere. <laughs> I nerded out on pirates, guys. I've never given a shit about pirates. I've never seen Pirates of the Caribbean. Don't care about it. I don't know if we learn. I nerding out on this. It's exciting. Okay, certain things need to be in place for piracy to flourish. One, able-bodied men who are out of work, Ooh. preferably sailors. Two, frequent trade routes of valuable cargo yes. or wealthy people. Um, three, am I in three or four? I'm going to stop counting. Minimal legal, <laughs> minimal legal and governmental control um, so they can have access to weapons and ships. This is with sounding no... a lot like the Isle of Wight. Yeah, Isle of Wight, Australia of England. Oh my God, there's three prisons on there. Is there? Yes. Wow. Yes. We have the craze, motherfucker. Yeah. Even though Australia is pretty much the Australia of England. But, <laughs> yeah. but this is so only like the 16th or 15th hundreds. Ooh, a little bit, a little bit higher, but you're on the right track. You're on the right track. Just take it up a little bit. 1750. Oh, there you go. Dial it back. I'll just tell you. There you go, Katie Wilkins. You were both close. You both win. It's 1700 to 1725. So the golden age was a mere 25 years, but it was, it was booming. So all of those elements were in place. Um, Mostly because there was a lot of cargo being shipped to and from, especially the Caribbean islands at this time. Slave trade, good times. So in order for pirates to exist, they needed safe havens. So there were certain towns that became kind of pirate towns. Pirate towns. Um, Towns like Nassau, which is in the Bahamas, and Port Royal, Jamaica, became... um, yeah, these safe havens and the pirates just ruled the town like they wow. were lawless. Let's just take a moment to imagine what a pirate town would have been like. <laughs> awesome. So <laughs> much syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> like so much syphilis. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. It's basically like Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> it's a different time. Now, another little bit of a fun fact. There is a difference between pirates and privateers. So privateers um, were people who were actually authorized by a government to attack certain towns and ships under the authority of the government during times of war. So before this golden era of piracy, there was a famous privateer named Sir Henry Morgan. I, have you noticed that if you just give somebody the title Sir, like they just sound like, oh, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Harvey Weinstein. Oh, he couldn't have done anything that bad. So Henry Morgan was one of the most famous privateers, and he was tasked with attacking Spanish interests during the Spanish War of Succession in the early 1700s. But this war ended in 1713, and it put loads of rogue seamen. Oh, out of work. Out of work. Yeah, yeah. been there. Been there. Got <laughs> <laughs> enough pregnancy tests to know. <laughs> There's always the rogue semen. Hi, Mom. Hi, I, Dad. <laughs> I literally typed pausing for rogue semen joke. And it, <laughs> it, came, it came so much faster than I expected. That's what he said. That's my, that's my girls. Okay, so for this case, <laughs> I'm going to hone in. So just some, like... Fun facts, background stuff. I'm going to hone in on one pirate in particular. A famous pirate. It's an all-swearing, all-drinking, stealing, possibly murderous pirate who was actually born in Ireland, but whose father (laughs) fled to the U.S. My first question is, is it a man or a woman? Well, the thing is, I want to say 
man because it's just more common. Yeah. But it would be cool if it was a woman. And yeah, I'm going to say woman just because it would be fun if it was. This is the thing. Whenever we have that question, I'm always like, oh, I hope this sort of murderer is a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Hope we get a a female psychopath. Yeah, Yeah, equality. Women can do it too. (laughs) We're trying very hard not to cheer on the criminals on the show. And it's so hard not to sometimes. There's extenuating circumstances. (laughs) Guys, this is what the news has driven me to. I needed like a cheer me up kind of case. It is a woman. Wow! One of the most famous female pirates to have ever existed. The real question is, like, can women be pirates? (laughs) We're about to find out. At being pirates, they're paid like seventeen percent less. Yeah, it's a real shame. And garages really screw them over. (laughs) Normally, I don't like female pirates, but I just (laughs) just felt like you were like really piratey, and I was really surprised. show so her name her name was Anne Bonnie Anne was born in Ireland in County Cork sometime around 1700 Um, her father William Cormac was a lawyer and her mother was one of the family servants Um, was that why he ran oh is that the yeah the fleeing reason it has very much to do with the fleeing with his pregnant servant to raise his second family but first a shorter move so William's wife made the affair public what a (gasps) nag (laughs) in Ireland so William fled to London with Anne and her mother and And they lived there for a time oh I did not get that but I can do the math she's born in 1700 and then she's sort of she's young she's like she's like two or three yeah Um, and she was appalled that he was taking in this illegitimate child I have no idea if they had any other kids I just know they went to London with the servant lady there we go what happens to push them to flee further is um he was getting an allowance from his wife and when she found out yeah when she found out all the details and that they were hiding in london together she cut him off i didn't know that women were allowed to do that i thought men owned all the wealth once you got married well i didn't know if this was like an, a dowry that's ongoing oh, like maybe dowries work in ways that i don't know i always said well, it was a lump she, sum <laughs> but. it must have been like she must have been from like a rich family yeah probably yeah. maybe she was and rich maybe and he him. was like yeah, yeah and he was uh he a lowly lawyer person yes. maybe yeah so she had some cards she had all the cards yeah her father kept giving the money yes yes and stuff it was enough that they took off because they were living on this allowance so they flee to the carolinas in the americas still with the mother um and here's where this is interesting because there's a lot of question about how accurate any of these facts are right. and where they came from. So we'll sort of delve into that. There are reports that William starts dressing Anne like a boy, Ooh. calling her Andy and raising her. <laughs> I know what a shit choice. Like, Andy. No imagination. And raising her to be a law clerk. So there's there's multiple multiple reports that this was happening, but I guess. My question in my head was, was it really the father doing that? Was she dressing herself as a boy? Was was it also, just so she could get into this work? Or, yeah, is he dressing her as a boy so they can't be traced? It's like, oh, we're looking for somebody with a girl. Oh, it's a boy. We can't be looking for you. Or is he I literally... I think anyone's looking for them like, at this point, oh, though. Oh, I always wanted a son. Or like, oh, she's allowed to do stuff if she's a boy, so I'll raise her as a boy. Yeah, if it's like a Mulan situation. <laughs> mm. Or like a George Eliot. Because mm. um, that was a lady, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a real question of whose choice it was. And I just think it's interesting we get, you know, in a time when this was not a suitable choice and everybody made such a big deal out of it yeah. and it made the history books, was it in fact her choice or was it strategic on his part? We don't So she know. would become a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> well, done and done. Anne's mother, the servant, uh, dies when she's 12, oh. sadly. Um, oh. And uh, William tries to be a lawyer in America, but he fails. He's just... Why? I don't know. Different laws. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. But mm. uh, he became a merchant instead, and he acquires quite a great deal of wealth oh. at this point, and he buys a plantation, as okay. you do. Um, now, this <laughs> this is where I just love, like, whoever wrote this, like, the choice of phrasing. I don't know if this is from the historical text. or It said, Anne was apparently a good catch. <laughs> but had a fiery temper so yeah, that's not and, written by a historian no right <laughs> this wasn't even wikipedia it was like a more credible source like true crime online or something like that um but the fiery temper she allegedly stabs a servant girl at one point wow. and she she does act out a lot I fiery know. temper or murderous rage <laughs> tell. but if anyone needed therapy like this girl like a of course she did and indeed was a good catch because she ends up marrying a small time pirate named James Bonnie and she takes his name that's why she's called Anne Bonnie um she's an old-fashioned gal at the end of the day how is that allowed that she she must have come uh, out as a lady or like she must have like uh her father must have frowned upon oh, her yeah. marrying a pirate. Yeah, right? where's he? Oh, you are so far ahead of the question. Yeah. <laughs> I said, how does her father react to this? Oh, sorry. he disowns her. Uh, oh. So wow, you saw well, that coming. After everything he did. I know. <laughs> I mean, of course, what a but I know. I know. And like her mother's died, and here she's like yeah. found a nice young pirate. He's just a small-time pirate. He's not yeah. a big-time pirate. Well, she obviously has daddy issues. <laughs> Marrying a pirate back then, maybe that was like the stripper version. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck you, Dad. Becoming, yeah. <laughs> there was a rumor that in retaliation, Anne did what to her father's plantation? Set fire? Yes. Oh, yes. Evelyn, yeah. you've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so James and Anne make their way to New Providence Island in the Bahamas um, in a place called the Republic of Pirates. Um, <laughs> trying to hide that's amazing oh i know i love that that's their title like was there a sign like yeah what are you gonna do yeah the republic (laughs) i can't help but glamorize this and i know that pirates get very romanticized and glamorized and it's hard not to when you read this yeah but it's such a fantasy world Mm, really is so here on the republic of pirates eventually the the king does send a governor to try to not the king of the Republic of Pirates, oh, but the king of England <laughs> oh, okay. sends a governor to try to take some control over the Republic. So oh. gradually, this like golden age of piracy is crushed right. by I love that there's boring... a golden age of piracy, like it's kind of like of cinema or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, although they're much maligned, I was reading a lot about like pirate culture. <laughs> And also, there's a lot of cultural appropriation with pirate culture. And no, just that they were very organized and they actually ran a pretty democratic system. Like, they were very fair about divvying up the goods and they kind of had a sort of organized. Yeah, although one of the anecdotes will show that it was not all fun and games. That they were like actually kind of social activists that were anti the governments that were on. And there was lots of like freed slaves or ex slaves and they were kind of trying to start their own world. 
I think I don't know if that is true. I mm. want it to be because that sounds really <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, let's say that they did that. Yeah. Um, now I have <laughs> Yay, pirates! History works, isn't it? <laughs> Just yeah, it probably happened. The fire was hot. I yeah. like it, so it did. Yeah. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So James Bonney is in the Republic of Pirates. He becomes an informant to the governor. Who has been sent? So he is selling out his fellow pirates. Oh yeah, to get it executed. Oh, yeah. What does Sn- Anne do? What does she think of this? What's her response? Snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think, Evelyn? Do you think she liked this? Was she pro selling out the pirates? Um, probably not because of who she becomes. <laughs> I guess you're very smart, Evelyn. <laughs> Yes, she drops his ass for an English pirate. Ooh. This is very similar to How I Met My Husband. <laughs> it's a sweet story. So this is also a very famous pirate in pirate land. His name is James Rackham, better known as Calico Jack. Ooh, that's a good pirate name. I know. I have him, like, so much hotter than I'm sure he was in my head. I'm like, Calico Jack. So why the nickname? Why Calico Jack? What does Calico mean? Yeah. Calico is a pattern. Like, a calico cat has splotches of color. Oh. Yeah, it's like a mishmash of, like, uneven. Uh, so is it that he just has stab wounds all over his body or something? See, yeah, I wanted it to be something like that. Yeah, something or I thought maybe he had, like, an uneven an skin disease or... <laughs> Is it just the top he always wears? It's just, yes. Oh my God. Well done, Hannah George. His his clothes. He was like the original hipster pirate. I remember there was a guy at uni and he called himself Dan the Hat. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Especially because he wore a fucking hat. Like, you can't call yourself yeah. that. That's so funny. I went to, I went to, I had a guy in my uh, unit who called himself Mad Andy. Oh, but all he wore was a hat. Oh, so, mad. so oh. funny. These guys would have thrived in the golden age of pirates. <laughs> so things weren't all peaceful in the Republic of Pirates. There was a Captain Charles Johnson mm. who attempted to rape Anne. Wait, and is he another pirate? He's another pirate. He's a captain, so he runs a huge fleet of ships. Is he below her new bow, or is he like... No, he's above. Above? Yeah, he's... um, I don't know how the rankings work, but he was like big head honcho. okay. Captain Charles Johnson. Hey, I'm Captain Charles Johnson. Right. Um, What happens when he attempts to do this? What do you think She must kill him. Oh, I hope so. She kills him and then he gets killed. And then she's like, I hate everyone. I'm going to start my own pirate club. (laughs) 
Female empowerment. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it starts. Um, close, Evelyn. She beats the shit out of him. Cool. And he stays away. But wow. what's interesting about this little bit of information is that Charles Johnson later publishes something called A General History of the Pirates, uh, which is why we know as much as we do about Ooh. a lot of them. Okay. So hearing that, does that make you question So wait, so he goes, facts? yeah, I tried to rape her and she beat the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. He's put that in a history He's book. He's put that in a history book. Oh, so he, the guy who tried to do it put the, that in a history book. Yes. Well, why would he wow. praise her and make himself look beaten? That's interesting. I was yeah. trying to look through like that lens where you have to go, okay, how warped were the rules there? How long ago are we talking? And my take is that they wouldn't have even called it that. Oh, so it's probably just like, I tried it on with it. Like, I don't know how he phrased it in this. And it was probably so normalized that why wouldn't you share it? And like, and that, yeah. that bitch kicked the shit out of me. You know or, what I mean? Wow. Or is this just like his journal? <laughs> like he's just, yeah. yeah. No, he actually ended up making a good deal of money publishing this because people started getting really excited wow. about pirate stories like not long he after this happened. That's details. amazing. Like he did. He did. But I like that she at least beat the shit out of him. So Anne joins and marries Calico Jack. This is where the criming really starts to take place because she joins the Rackham crew of second-rate pirates. I've made up that title myself just because they kept calling them a second-rate, like a very scathing account. Um, and Anne disguises herself as a man on the ship. <gasps> to avoid all those things. something she, she knows to do. For she, Her dad taught her that. that. Yeah. Right. He, he's not all bad. Um... So two things. One, Anne makes a very good friend in the pirate crew. What's significant about this friend? It's a lady? It's also a lady. Ooh. So they discover each other. They're both dressing as men <gasps> for their protection. Oh, my God. Do they, like, do they, like, is there a lesbian thing going to happen? Again, Ooh. you're so, so far ahead of the game. Ever. I mean, of course. Oh, my Strapping. God. Well. Yeah, strap on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other pirate... Piratess. Let's just call them pirates, okay? It's an actor, it's a pirate. Um, Mary Reed, who is an equally famous female pirate with an oh, equally complicated really? background. Um, they discover each other, they become very good friends, and yes, there were rumors that they were lovers. We don't have any confirmation, because I don't think Captain Charles Johnson was invited. <laughs> um, so yeah, there were rumors, and I kind of hope they were true, just because that's Gotta be the only good sex you're having. <laughs> <laughs> the only On kind of boat. caring sex, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. fall in love. Aww. Nice. I think nice. regardless really nice. of what their relationship was, I just love that she ends up on this boat. Like, can you imagine discovering that someone else is undercover and yeah, just so, yeah, like yeah. relieved, like, oh my god, oh my god, like your voice would get high, keep it down, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Mary. Yeah, so. you wanna know like how they found out, how they like how she recognized that she also was a ch- like lady yeah exactly and um, how the dudes did not see that yeah <laughs> like how yeah. it's yeah. so interesting that's amazing i'm picturing them so like dirty and mucked up and drunk all the time <laughs> and just you know what i mean so it's kind of the perfect setting to fit in i yeah. guess but yeah i would love to know that i would love to know if they like caught each other's eye and there was just something about like are you uh, yeah. Are you? Or like they just knew something about periods that men would never know. <laughs> or they were both in the toilet at the same time. Like, Not have standing you up. <laughs> have you got a pirate <laughs> tampon or whatever we use in these days? <laughs> a pirate tampon. I use, I use Calico Jack's old socks. <laughs> so a question. Yeah. 
Something happens to Anne and she has to leave the ship. What is it? <gasps> Pregnancy? Ding, ding, ding. Oh. Yes, she gets pregnant. So Calico Jack takes her to Cuba to have the baby. Oh, and wow. we don't know what happened to the baby. It was abandoned. Was it sold? <gasps> we, we don't know. So it's, oh, not, it's not a happy, wonderful life kind of ending. Um, she rejoins Calico Jack and Mary Reed. And they all steal a ship called the William Ooh. Do you remember who William was in this story? The dad. It was her dad. She <gasps> stole her dad's ship. No, it's just called the William. <laughs> but I just think so that's like a great issues. little twist. <laughs> so many issues. Freudian. I just picture her like kicking the side of it like, fuck you, dad. Uh, Look at me now, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I just abandoned my baby in Cuba and I'm getting back on a boat. <laughs> Look at me now. Okay. <laughs> so they start a new crew and like an improved pirate crew. Second rate, but a little bit higher, 2.5, who capture and seize loads of uh, small vessels, but they acquire quite a decent fortune. So everything's going pretty well in pirate land. Does Anne ever become captain? Oh, the glass ceiling of pirates. Yeah. The glass bottom boat of pirates. I feel like it would only happen if she kills Jack yeah. or if he dies or something. Like showgirls. Yeah, well, yeah like showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> Just like showgirls. There is a lot of like, what I've learned from this podcast is that a lot of time for a woman to actually get to any point of all power, the men all the men have, have, to, have die. to die yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. before she can get. So she kills mm. all the men. That would be so awesome. Just a, yeah. uh, Just like, a pi- yeah. lady pirate ship. Yes. Wowzers. No, I'm afraid not. Oh. She never oh. becomes captain. Oh, it's a no. sad question, and neither does Mary Reed. Um, are they are they out as women, or are they still? I think they were still dressing as men okay. um, on the ship, but I have to say that was not specified okay. in subsequent things. Um, that's a good question. I wonder if with the new crew they were just like, look, this is who we are. Yeah, we can still do the job. Probably not. <laughs> um, but that depressed me because I was like, well, were there ever like female pirates who made it to captain? Yes. So the most badass female pirate that I could find, Ching Shi, was a uh, once a Chinese prostitute who became a pirate. Ooh. Yeah. At the height, <laughs> at the height of her power, she commanded eighteen hundred ships and <gasps> eighty thousand pirates. Whoa. No, why don't we know about her? I didn't know about her. I don't know <gasps> stuff though. Amazing. Whatever. Um, her I'm gonna rule... write a film about her. Yes. yes. Her rule of the seas off of China was nearly absolute from 1775 to 1844. Is this not such a better version of Pretty Woman? (laughs) (laughs) You work on commission, right? Big mistake. Huge. I'm going pillaging now. (laughs) All right. And then after that, so I'm reading about like other female pirates. And then there's just like a mention like Grace O'Malley, 1530 to 1603, was a (laughs) semi-legendary... Oh, imagine ah. being semi-legendary. Like female yeah. comedian. So <laughs> she was also Irish. Irish chieftain and pirate. But yeah. let's stick with the, the badass. Okay, the showdown. Here we go, guys. Ooh. So by this time, the British are sending pirate hunters to capture and arrest right. the pirates. Taking it seriously. Usually hanging them. Yeah, no more golden era. So a royal vessel attacks Calico's ship, no. the William. 
Um, but they're all so drunk that some of them just sleep through it (laughs) and the rest hide in the cabin. They just like cower down and try to hide. Two people on board tried to fight them off. Who were they? The The ladies. The two women. Of course. (gasps) The Thelma and Louise of the William. Oh my God. God, I love the, if you're a, yeah, if you're a flat earther, they could like um, take the ship off the edge of the. So I was thinking, how do you Thelma and Louise a ship? You can't really. <laughs> flat earthers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll throw that into the Pretty Woman reboot. It would take so long. <laughs> really? yeah. They just stand there. They'd be like. Okay, I mean, I can still see it. Me too. (laughs) Mary, yes, Anne. I don't want to drive anymore. (laughs) Oh God. Now we shouldn't laugh at this, but we're probably going to. Mary is so disgusted by the cowardice of the men hiding that she just shoots one of them dead. Yeah, that's good. I'm sorry. We've all been there. We've. Seriously, though, like when it comes to, I mean, they weren't going to yeah. fight them off, but you can try. Anyway, they're all captured and Calico is eventually executed. <gasps> um, yeah. Obviously, you're just going to have to do your best guessing. But what are Anne's last words to him in prison? You could have tried harder. <laughs> yeah. Your dick is dirty. <laughs> Wash it. <laughs> I genuinely cannot follow that. I I mean, I hope it's that. (laughs) Nor should you. I'm just picturing that on a tattoo now. (laughs) Who's that about you? My ex. (laughs) I keep it there to remind me. Um, No, it's 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 pretty it's pretty stone fucking cold. She said, "I'm sorry to see you here, but if you had fought like a man, you need not have hanged like a dog." Wow. Yeah, that's badass. That is badass. Not empathic. Not empathic. I feel like sometimes now, like you know, I look at texts that I've sent guys in the past and saying, "Dickhead," and now I kind of think like. I could have thought of said something a bit cooler. Like, that is awesome. I mean, yeah. the man's dead, but, like, that's a really cool thing to say. That is so shameful. Not like, fuck you then. Delete my number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, an, that is what, an amazing like, burn. So she, um, what is it? I wonder, but she's not getting hanged. I well, guess. here's what happens. Mary mm. and Anne are both scheduled to be executed, but they delay it. How? By fucking the pirates. Right? Or <laughs> Evelyn, that's already happening, yeah. obviously. <laughs> no. Although they were fucking somebody um, because. Oh, another oh, pregnancy. They're both pregnant. Wow. They're I was about to say by pregnant. each other. I just thought it was yeah, by each other. <laughs> I've forgotten about biology. Oh, wait. So, that's right. <laughs> I like, but can we confirm that they're both pregnant? They check and i don't want to know how they did that yeah. but um yes they were both pregnant at the time so what they were gonna let them have the babies hashtag pirate and life then hang them yeah it was policy that you and could not hang a pregnant woman wow oh, how so what, <laughs> <laughs> what happens to the babies great stuff i don't know like, probably raise there's, no, there's no yeah. formula right. milk or is there's no formula in like they used to mix flour and water as formula. Oh, I remember learning that's that. not gonna no. work. No, it's not I a mean, good idea. There was like a ninety-nine percent death rate in the workhouses in the Dickens days. I'd say it was a little higher for these yeah. pirate Isn't babies. That papier mache. 
There's no oh. nutrients. That's insane. Yes. So basically, we have to wait for you to have the baby, and then you can both die separately. And so it happens. Yeah. It's like the Christian right. So they do still get ha- hanged. They no, can't... Mary Reed dies in prison of fever while oh, pregnant. Wow. And and we don't know. <gasps> How come we, we don't, don't know? know? There's no record of her execution or release from prison, but we know that she didn't die in there because they kept careful records of deaths. So presumably she escaped or she was rescued. So there's speculation that either her father paid the ransom to get her out. Some think she rejoined a pirate crew under a new name. Some people think she escaped back to the U.S. with the child and raised the child. What would you guess? All we can do is, is guess, ladies. we got to solve this. She doesn't want the child, I don't think, because she abandoned the first one. Although maybe it's a better time in her life now. But the question is if she was made to abandon it by Jack yeah. at that yeah. time to get back mm. on the ship. But she seems like a psychopath. Yeah. Like she seems like a stone cold psycho. I don't think there's a happy family story at the end of this, no. no. But I can totally see her rejoining a crew under a different Yeah, area. I think yeah. she wouldn't just yeah. let them hang her. Mm. Like, absolutely yeah. not. No. So I reckon she... I like to think she escaped because yeah. she's kind of done everything for herself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People, all around her, there's just these guys flailing and yeah. just, like, abandoning her or not sticking up for her. And I just think she's probably like, fuck it, I'm off. Which yeah. is what happens when you get annoyed in prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so guys... Know? They've they've given their names to a lot of lot of legend and inspiration in popular culture and fiction, like Angelica that Penelope Cruz played in Pirates of the Caribbean. Do we feel like we solved that? Yay! Yay! You know what? <laughs> she escaped for sure, definitely. We think she escaped. No. Drunk women solving crime. Okay, this is the part where we solve a listener crime. Dear drunk women, we recently moved into a new flat. On our second night, we came home late to find an assortment of meat outside our front door a neat a neat row of pork pies and then below that a neat row of cocktail sausages like a butcher's binary code oh i like your artistry and your writing freaked out we cleared up the meat and went to bed the next night we came home after a day to find more meat outside our door practically on our welcome mat the same neat rows of pork pies and cocktail sausages again we cleared it up the third night the same thing happened again this time with added scotch eggs <laughs> again we cleared up the meat increasingly weirded out after the third night however the meat stopped appearing at the end of our first week the black dustbin had been brought out for our rubbish and it had also disappeared although the lid was left behind by our front door is there a pattern here <laughs> <laughs> only you dearest lushes can help P.S. I am a vegetarian. <gasps> who sent this in? Or oh, that is, information? that is like a hate crime. It is yeah. the sister of a producer that I know oh. who said that her sister had a crime. Is there a pattern? Well, yes, three nights in a row of meat. That's, I mean, that's, that's a hell of a coincidence. That's a holiday <laughs> in some countries. The, yeah, yeah. I would um, have thought of it as a really nice welcome gift because I like meat. Um, but it is creepy. Yeah. But also, like, we I want to know, like, who lives there? Who do they have around? Yeah. Do they have a pet that yeah. maybe that was for? <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, like a, a fox that they're trying to feed? Why would you feed a fox? Not a fox. A cat. Yeah. Is it possible that it was just 
a nicely intended, like, we're too shy to knock on the door, but here's some assorted meats. Yeah. <laughs> was it in a nice basket or anything? Was it just literally... No, I mean... On the floor, yeah. open. It sounds like it was just lined up. Well, oh, I've boy. heard of a... I've heard... This might be an urban legend, but, like, of a girl who... Um, it's always, like, a friend of a friend of a friend who... Uh, her boyfriend had cheated on her and before moving out she just filled his curtain rails with um, uh, shrimp and then like left it and left it there and he was like what's that smell and like oh it God. went several months and it was just like getting rancid and stuff oh that is brutal and then discovered so it smell. so maybe it's something like that like oh. it's an ex or something to oh, one and of these people. Oh, they've got the wrong house, or they didn't know the person had left. So these people have just moved in. It's a new flat. That's what oh. kind so, of stuns yeah. me. So because they a, wouldn't know she's a vegetarian. Because I thought, oh, it's vegetarian harassment. It like. could be a vengeful <laughs> ex not realizing that they've left, and it's new people getting the meat. Do you know what? I've left like mm. prawns out on the side overnight. And the smell is incredible. I love the idea that this guy has been months without realizing they're in his yeah. like curtains. Like that's. I mean, she made a good escape. I think this woman with the, the prawn guy. Um, wow, that's gross. I see. I feel like it's just somebody who doesn't have very so- good social skills, and they're like, "Welcome to the neighborhood." I genuinely <laughs> do, and then they're like, "Well, they keep taking it in, so they like it." Well, it's got eggs this time. <laughs> After the I'm in defense of meat time, man. You should have set up a camera. Oh yeah, they should have set up a camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you would know, because like, okay, once, okay, twice. If this is gonna happen again, I want to see who's doing this. Oh yeah, on the third time, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, we need we need to find out. And then it just stopped. It just stopped on the third night. But then you also have this black dustbin, and the lid was left behind by our front door. Wait, they took the garbage. They stole the dustbin, but left the lid behind. Oh, they stole the dustbin. Yeah. Oh, I see. Huh. Could it be this thing like, you know, you leave cookies up for Santa? What if they leave that stuff out for the garbage men? <laughs> and then if you if you don't leave it, they take your dustbin. Solved. I like Solved. that. Yes. Yeah. I really hope that's helped. Thank uh, you so much. Yeah, I hope that's been helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, you leave vegetarian canapes on everybody else's doorstep and see what happens. That's what I suggest. Thank you so much, Evelyn, for being with Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Is there anything you would like to plug? Oh, I guess myself. <laughs> um, my vagina. <laughs> oh, don't um, plug that. that is... That's got to breathe. <laughs> It does have to read, actually. I don't know. Find me online. It's Evelyn Mock on everything. <laughs> so just find Thank me there. You. Thank you so much. Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 